Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one talking to yourself minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And with us again, uh, Ali Coluccio and Preeti Jiver. Hey. Welcome. Howdy. Uh, today we're going back to minute 98, which begins with Marty plugging in the, uh, the hook for the lightning rod. He's playing with his hole. Uh, you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Podcasting after dark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he gets back in the door and it ends with Doc stretching for the hanging plug, uh, while hanging himself. Which also kind of vaguely sounds like sexual. <laughs> I just need to get it in the hole. Oh. Oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Too low. Uh, so so Marty gets back into the DeLorean, and this music plays that I I never really remember because it's not sort of like the the three sort of main themes that always come up with Alvin Silvestri's score with, with Back to the Future. But it's sort of like this little, like, kind of, um, I don't, almost like Twilight zone kind of, like, jingly noise. Yeah, the, like, the, like, doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. Like, I love it a lot. Uh, and and it just, you know, it, it's nice that uh, Alan Silvestri, like, he's still surprising me. Having, you know, I've seen this movie probably 200 times, and he still surprises me. Because it's the kind of score that, you know, as much as his score can be very big and bombastic, he really only does that with the theme. Mm-hmm. The rest of his music is, it just sort of slips right in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can hum the Avengers theme, but the rest of the score of the Avengers, you don't really think about. Which is, you know, kind of what the score's job is. So, I really like that. So, yeah, Marty starts talking to himself, because I guess he has to. Yeah, I, I forgot how I weird know. that was. Yeah, it's. Do you guys not do that when you're like, ugh? God damn it, I mean, Doc! I, why didn't you just read the note I passed you in class? Why didn't you read the letter? <laughs> oh man, I just whenever I there has to be like a YouTube clip or a, a YouTube video of like Marty Doc footage set to like say something. I'm giving up on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so. sure. I'm sure. There's probably a ton of like OTP fan vids Ew, out no, there. I don't want that. So that's no. No, that's oh, not okay. So Marty seventeen. It's not okay. That's... We have we have a we have a lot of fans who are way into that. Um, a lot of, like a lot of listeners who are like way way into. Would they be stuff, called Darty? So. Darty? Yeah. I don't Why know. I don't know what their OTP means. Yeah, Bro TP. Bro TP. Bro TP. Friends and I mean, OTP I, friends in time. <laughs> bro, Bro TP. I'm I'm all about. Um, for sure. Uh, I don't think there's ever been two better friends in, in movies. Like, uh, two better friends that make really no sense at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they never, ever explain right. how old their we don't friends. Need that. We just drop us in there. Sure. Yeah. The comic went back and explained it, and it was it was a pretty good explanation. Like, better than I would have thought. Yeah, it was actually pretty heartwarming. Uh, yeah. But uh, but it's. I kind of uh, wish more movies would do that though. Like like, let's team up William H Macy and Aubrey Plaza for no reason. You know, like let's let's take some real chances. <laughs> Watch the hell out yeah. of whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So so Marty's talking to himself and he's just like, I wish I had more time. And he's like, oh, I've got all the time I in the world. I'm in it. a time machine. Oh, I love it uh, so it's so good. Okay, so so Marty has a time machine and he realizes this and he realizes he can reset the 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 time circuits and go back sooner and warn Doc. That's what he says, like I can go back earlier and warn him. And then, and then he's like then he's like ten minutes ought to do it. I was like, What? Ten you have all the time in the world. Why are you limiting you yourself to ten minutes? Ten minutes. Give yourself a day oh, and show up to the mall on time before you past you gets there. This tells me so much about Marty as a person, though. Well, yeah, also, he's a 17-year-old kid. And Hill Valley can't be that big that I'm thinking it's just like, I feel like, and I still do this because I just have a terrible concept of time, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in, like, 15 minutes. Like, everything just takes 15 minutes. So, like, 17-year-old right. me with the time machine would have been like, yeah, no problem. I can get there in 15 minutes. It'll be fine. <laughs> Literally earlier in the movie when he goes back in time to 1955 and ends up on uh on on the on the Twin Pines farm, it takes him when he when he shows up at the farm, it's nighttime. It's like so early that it hasn't even dawned yet. And then by the time he drives out of the farm and into the road where he goes home, mm -hmm. it's daytime. <laughs> So so he's far enough away. <laughs> and then and then from there he walks into town, you know, because he because his his car gets shut down. So like I, 10 minutes, man. Remember like when he went minutes. home? Remember when he went home from school and his hair grew like 2 inches? Yeah. <laughs> he had it gelled back and then, you know, it kind of Oh man. Go. Michael J. Fox is uh uh, his hair continuity was was not working out in this movie, and yet it just looked so good all the time. <laughs> There's a couple of times where he's got a straight up mullet. Um, it's it's crazy, and then and then the, then he'll walk indoors and then have a haircut. It's amazing, <laughs> but it's like a subtle mullet. It's like what it's like what Samuel L. Jackson's afro was in Pulp Fiction. It's like that, but a mullet. Yeah, it's like so that's contained. True. Yeah, it is very contained, restrained. Mm -hmm. Subtle. Um, like Marty. So then Marty's like, so, so then Marty, Marty is like, okay, all right, I, I'm feeling good about this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. And then he's like, okay, time circuits on, flux capacitor fluxing, which is like a fun little joke. And then he says engine running, <laughs> which, which is just like, oh no, dude, why did you say that? I know you're saying everything out loud, but why did you say that out loud? <laughs> you know you're driving a DeLorean, right? Oh man. <laughs> It's just engine running. Let's do engine, and the engine no. immediately dies. No. It's like he knew uh. the scene needed more dramatic tension. <laughs> he improved it. Oh god, it's it's beautiful. It's so um, good. Yeah. And then we cut back to Doc after after Marty's just like <laughs> just his entire will to live just leaves his body. Um and then we cut back to Doc and he's uh he's stretching for that hanging plug and I gotta say, it's been a week since Marty first showed up, and Doc's uh, Doc's head injury is still looking pretty rough. Oh wow! Well, you know he's old; it takes a while for him to heal. Yeah, Sometimes things factors. take a long time. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm 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 more concerned with like how like actually how bad the injury was Can you like, imagine, like, you went to the hospital because that looks really I bad i feel like doc is the kind of guy who doesn't believe in hospitals yeah like he's the kind of yeah. guy who's like 
I'm not going to the hospital. I can do it myself. <laughs> Jeez, I've, got, that I've got I've got some rubbing alcohol. Yeah. It's fine. Hydrogen peroxide. Glue. Good. Heine, hold me down. Oh man, it's uh, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 scabbing over, but it's not looking pretty. That's for sure. Um, I'm thinking that was probably a concussion. I mean, he woke up and knew about time travel, so it was probably a pretty heavy, like, blow to the head. <laughs> but a good one. It was heavy. It was heavy, hey? <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, all right. Well, uh, Allie, uh, I asked Preeti yesterday what, what her background with the movie is. What, what What's yours? Do you have any memories specifically about uh, watching it the first time or anything like that? Well, it, it's funny because, you know, Preeti said it uh, about this and about Star Wars where she doesn't really – it's just always there. Like, I don't remember when the first time I saw Back to the Future was. It's probably on WPIX on a Saturday uh, <laughs> afternoon, which is, um, in the, if you're from the New York area, if you grew up in the 80s in the New York area, uh, that's that's when you watched a lot of movies. And then WPIX turned into the CW. Um, and they don't do the Saturday afternoon movies anymore. Weirdly, that's not... My my CW channel or or what became the WB and then CW, mm-hmm. it was the same way where I'm from. I think I think everybody had that channel. Yeah. And then that that channel turned into the WB and then CW because that was definitely the same thing for me. I had that channel that just like played eighties movies um during the day <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> I've like I'm I know that's when like the first time I saw Superman was I know Goonies, I know I saw in the movie theater, but like I remember watching it a lot on WPIX. Like it it was. So I feel like Back to the Future is probably something that I, it's definitely something I remember watching at home on TV. But Back to the Future 2, I actually saw for my 10th birthday. And I had like a birthday party of people and we went to go see it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And then this year for Comic-Con, because it was the anniversary and because it's basically like wearing clothes, um, I actually cosplayed as Marty McFly. And she was so (laughs) cute. It was great. I walked in and I was like, wow, there are a lot of other people who had this same idea. And then apparently they were giving out new Coke to anybody uh, who who was dressed up. I did not wait on the line. It was crazy. No. But... uh, yeah, it is, but it, it's it's just it's just a great, fun adventure movie, mm-hmm. um, and it does it kind of like sits there in the pantheon of like eighties movies that I love, like um, Star Wars and Goonies and The Princess Bride, and which you know we're kind of starting to see a return of the more I think about it. Like, I think I think around like 2013, 2014, we really hit the limit in like dark and like brooding and mm-hmm. like all all of a sudden it's like guardians of the galaxy force awakens and like things are starting to get like really bouncy again i'm really like interested to see where it goes i like mm-hmm. it i hope it i hope it stays around for a while like i'm i'm kind of i like that arrow is a tv show but i also <laughs> love that the flash and supergirl exists. yeah yeah you know i love that i have jessica jones and then i also love that i have Peggy carter like yeah, Arrow was like in that weird time where it was like it was almost behind the times when it first came out. Yeah, well, that's just how they 
that's how they sold the show. I don't think they ever wanted it to be that show. Yeah, I think they, oh, Arrow, I think they just snuck it in. They want Arrow to be Batman because they can't have a Batman TV show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean that's that's definitely how it's it definitely started that way. Um, but I do think it's uh, it is gotten steadily more lighthearted. I guarantee you, as as soon as Gotham gets canceled, we're going to start hearing about like like a young Batman showing up in one of those shows. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, or at least like Nightwing or like, you know, I I mean, they have a lot of Batman mythos in there already with Ghoul and the League of Assassins. And Mm -hmm. I just I, I, I think it'd be cool if they did like if they did a, a like a like a black or Asian Dick Grayson on Supergirl, I think that'd be awesome. It would um, be amazing if if it could ever happen. Well, imagine. I mean, it could happen. Whether or not it would. Well, that's what imagine, I mean. Like, imagine when I say Dong it could from, have, uh... I mean, it would. <laughs> no, I was saying like Dong from Kimmy Schmidt would be like a really good Dick Grayson. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. He would be great. He would be. Because he's, uh, I saw him in that, in one of those Maze Runner movies. Uh, and he's like, he can play. Like, he can throw down, like, some stuff. He'd be work. good. Mm-hmm. They can take one That'd of the good. actors they um, auditioned for uh, Iron Fist and then didn't give the role to. Ugh. Well, I mean, we don't know that because they, apparently they cast somebody and they're just not telling us who. So, I don't know. Who knows? It could be anybody. <laughs> Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, you just... would, come on. We all know his name is going to be Chris something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like I'm I'm on the edge of pulling the trigger of not watching that show if they cast another white guy, but anyway. His name is going to be called like 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 Ulysses like elf elf feather and like <laughs> they're just going to try and make him a thing for the next like 2 years. Like that oh, Fault in Our God. Stars guy. Oh, Ansel Elgort. <laughs> Ansel Elgort. <laughs> That oh, was a name. Is that really his name? That is his really the ugliest name. His real, That's his real, like birth name is Ansel Elgort. <laughs> Ansel Elgort. I mean, the Elgort, I get. You don't, you don't really have control over that. But you gotta put the Ansel on top of it. Yeah. Just double down. I mean, really. Oh God, this is we're not changing it. What if he has a sister named like Reddle? I'm like, watch. His like his first name is like huge family meeting, and I'm being a total jerk about it. Ansel Elgord might be the most Slytherin name I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, no, that's true. It is super Slytherin. She says, Uh, wearing a Gryffindor sweater currently. (laughs) Oh man, I got resorted into Gryffindor last week, and and it blew my world apart. Why'd you guys oh. resort? I just was like, no, pick up my old shit. I'm a I'm a Ravenclaw. No, I yeah. did I did a resort because I got Slytherin and I was like, no. I had an identity crisis. It was not okay. Yeah, no. I was Ravenclaw and I got I got Slytherin this time. I was Ravenclaw and I got Gryffindor. Yeah. Gryffindor's the best house. What what? Actually, no, I was a little bit bummed I didn't get Hufflepuff. If I'm totally <laughs> honest. There's a quiz, though. Like, if you look for it, it's, like, complete Pottermore sorting quiz. And mm-hmm. it's all of the possible questions that you can get. Oh, jeez. Mm. And then you just fill out the master list, and it gives you your percentage of house. Oh, so I'm, like, oh, interesting. 4% Hufflepuff, 
and 60% um, Gryffindor, and then I am the least percentage Ravenclaw. It's like that mm. primary, secondary Hogwarts house thing. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to have to find that. I don't know how we haven't done I'm this I'm a Huffledore. But, but, so, I, okay, so, I think I'm Raven... No, Gryff, I'm Gryffindor. Gryffindor. So, you know, Marty Gryffindor, Doc Ravenclaw. Yes. Jennifer Hufflepuff. Yes. Um, do you think do you, do you think Marty's a Gryffindor? I feel like he's a Hufflepuff. I think he's a Gryffindor because he. No, he, I you think know, he's a Gryffindor. I think he's, he's a so Gryffindor. proud. I think he's yeah. I think he's a Gryffindor in the way that like Neville Longbottom is a Gryffindor. Yeah. Or like Ron. Yeah. Or Ron. Yeah. And then okay. I'm pretty sure I think yeah I think he's Lorraine... probably more of like a Ron Gryffindor. Yeah. And like I think I think he's he's got he's got a sixty sixty four though. Yeah. <laughs> Hufflepuff. I think I think he's almost a Hufflepuff. And then I think I think the, the Sorting Hat would be like you could go either way. And Marty would be like a uh, Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. Get laid yeah. Down here, man. That would be an Hufflepuff. He's oh, man, now I want fan art of like, like, just like Biff leading his team of Slytherins. Oh no, Biff would be a squib, please. Yeah, Biff's <laughs> he would be like Filch. If anyone's gonna be, it's um. He would be. He would be. He would be uh, Harry's like uh, annoying cousin, uh, Dudley. Yeah, He'd Dudley. be Dudley. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. He's Dudley. Or he would be like Bitch like, Hagrid. He's not I even really like... a squib. He's just annoyed that. Like he's adjacent, and yes, because he's, he's adjacent. wizard adjacent, he's a dick about and then it. I, I feel like George would actually be Slytherin. Yeah, and Lorraine totally. totally. Yeah, uh, Lorraine, I bet has a little. <laughs> I almost said Lorraine has a little Slytherin in her. She's <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> about to. <laughs> Episode 98, the one with all the sex puns. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think I think Lorraine's a Ravenclaw. Okay. All right. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, all right. She's very uh she's very studious. Mhm. Looks like a Ravenclaw. Very curious. Um, actually, I I kind of wonder if George is in a Ravenclaw because he's creative. That's true. He is very yeah. in his head. His his peeping Tomness puts him into the straight into the Slytherin category. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's fair. And his like okay, kind so of like he's a Slytherin. No, he's a he can't be. He's not. Slytherins are just ambitious. They're not evil. Right, but he's not ambitious. But he do, he becomes ambitious. He just needs to get pushed in the right direction. I don't know. I and he's ambitious in the way that he like worms his way into getting what he wants, i.e., peeping Tom. <laughs> yeah. I, all right. All I, right. His original right. plan to woo Lorraine. I just want to see Doc as Dumbledore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Doc, Doc is Aberforth. he's totally yes he i could see him getting busted for doing experiments on goats yes (laughs) oh no (laughs) are you guys so glad you invited us on yes (laughs) oh and strickland a snape of course yes yeah no totally 100 percent man man wait 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 wouldn't george lorraine george lorraine would be 
in the previous generation. So they would be like part of the the Remus crew. Yeah. No. Yeah. George is okay. If George is going to be a marauder, he's going to be Peter Pettigrew. Yes. Yeah. What else is Peter Pettigrew in? Yeah. He's Gryffindor, but he should have been Slytherin. He's Gryffindor, oh, right. but he should have been Slytherin. How did that happen? Yeah, how did he get into Gryffindor? Because the sorting probably, hat does its thing. Yeah, like I, think, I think sometimes the sorting hat is a little too MacGuffin-y. There's no yeah. reason he would have been in, in Gryffindor. This will be, be funny. Unless unless he like <laughs> met Sirius and Remus and James on the train or something and was like, I gotta be friends with those guys. All and then the sorting hat goes on and he's like, I just want to be in the same house as them. It's like, oh my god, those guys are going to... <laughs> Effing rule this. He school. just worms I his way in into them. Gryffindor. He ball, oh, yeah. I can see Wormtail it. does it. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm James. This is my buddy Ramus. This is my best bro, Sirius, and we crush. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's true because it was like the seventies. <laughs> They're just they're just listening to like like the levee's gonna break while like smoking oh pot. My God. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Uh, they should. You know what? They uh, there's always right. this talk. I always hear a lot of talk about how it'd be cool if they, you know, like ten years from now they rebooted the Harry Potter movies as a TV series uh-huh. where each season was a year at Hogwarts. I think they should do the prequel thing, but do that as a TV show, like his parents as a TV show. I just like want Harry- a Marauder story. I want yeah, a Marauder story. That's all I want. I will take just it. Well, I want their story, and I will take it in any format in which J.K. Um, Rowling wishes to give it. You know what would be so cool if, if, if Cursed Child was like half Harry's story, like half James's story, and then also yes. half like Albus's story? Mm. I know that's yeah. not math. I know that's not how math works, but. That is not how math works. Well, the last half. book is half Dumbledore's story, so, you know. That's true. That's true. There have been half a lot of other things. I'm gonna buy I that. mean, our, our, our percentage math hasn't really been working out a lot in this episode, because we got, like, 60% Gryffindor, 64%, 64%. rating. That doesn't, that doesn't really I don't, work out either. I don't, I don't question the imaginary internet. <laughs> um, like Alex, you're the most Harry Potterist person. This is why <laughs> I'm not a Ravenclaw. <laughs> oh shit, Donald Donald Gleason would be like the dopest serious black. Yeah, he would be good, but he was. I know he has red hair. But he's but he was already. In. I was like, he was a Weasley. Oh, that's true. Well, every and every... that and that made Force Awakens a little bit difficult for me to watch because I was like, <laughs> no, where where is the part where Molly Weasley storms in? Grabs him by the ear and says, "Young man, we raised you better than this. Your oh, father so was dealing with an inquiry at work." <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking that. <laughs> I kept thinking about Inside Lewin Davis the whole time. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people did. It still freaks me out that he's Brendan Gleeson's son. That freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen? I don't know. I don't know if we can talk about this on this podcast, but uh, have you seen the video that uh, Brendan Gleeson and Donald Gleeson made a few years ago? Where like Brendan Gleeson gives him the talk. Oh no! <laughs> There's what? like a video where he's like in bed and he's like, like, hello, Donald. Uh, I think it's about time that you, know, you, you, you understand about the boys and the bees. The, the, the girls and the bees. Oh, <laughs> no. Donald Gleeson's like, Dad, I'm 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 22, and he's like, look, when a man and a woman love each other very much. Oh my God! <laughs> the, man's, the, man, the, the man sticks like upwards of two to three fingers. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> and the joke is that that's what he thinks. He thinks that all sex is like that. And Donald Gleason is at the end is like, no, dad, like, sex is when you, you know, the, the man puts the penis in the vagina. And it's like, who told you that? That's disgusting. <laughs> what kind of man does that? God. I need to find this. this is I amazing. can't watch Brendan Gleeson saying those words. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we'll be able to play that. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, it's on. It's on theme this for this episode. It is. <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, I think that I think that is a good point to uh, say. That's all I've got for this episode. You think so. George had to give Marty the talk? I mean, uh, at some point, probably. I feel like, oh, I, been no, so no, no, cool. Lorraine gave him the talk. George did not mm-hmm. give him the talk. Yeah, this is true. Or, or worst of all, Dave gave him the talk. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think in, I think in prime 1985, I, I would say Lorraine gave him sort of like a half-assed talk because she'd already done it twice before. <laughs> You know, and was just like, yeah, I mean, you know, be careful. Don't or no, she wouldn't even say be careful. She would just she would be like, no, just don't do it. Right. Yeah. Because of like her her whole attitude in in 85 prime. But then in in the new timeline, she would have given him the the movie. Yeah, I think I think I think George gave gave I think they gave him the talk together. Probably. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I don't know that. if I'd want both my parents giving me the tuck. It's too much parent. They just keep sharing looks between each other. <laughs> oh, uh, poor Marty. I really hope that uh, like alternate timeline or like you know, improved and Lorraine is way more like like sex positive. I don't know. I don't know why that would happen. I just I, I don't know. No, Very it cool. would. I think you're right. I think it would be okay because you know she probably did not get you know. Yeah. Biff did not differ. What if, what if during the alternate timeline, it's like, I'm back. I'm like, Marty, it's 1995. And like, in this new timeline, like, they just waited longer for each kid. So now each kid is like 10 years younger or 10 years older. That opens up a lot of, opens up a lot of questions about how uh, there's not another, a different Marty. And I don't even a lot of timeline questions. Oh, I've been thinking there's a real Marty McFly since the very beginning. Because <laughs> that 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 stunning Canadian beauty is not related to any McFly that I've met in this movie. <laughs> not yet, uh, except for all the ones that look exactly <laughs> like him in the sequels. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute ninety nine. In the meantime, go to the website backtothefutureminute.com. You can leave comments there. You can also email us contact backtothefutureminute.com. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at BTTF Minute. Like us on Facebook. Leave us reviews on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. Helps people find the show. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night, our original audio drama. And uh, check out the other podcasts from the Minute Family, Star Wars Minute, and Goodfellas Minute. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye.